ready, Devil Hunters, because you've contracted the Podcast Devil, the only show that pulls your ripcord. Hello and welcome to the Podcast Devil, the only, as far as you should be concerned, show that reviews the Chainsaw Man anime every week. I am your host, Chris Wolfhart. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Anime Danime and Wea Bob Video Games from Gigaboots.com. You know, he's right to say that. You, you, they put people in jail for watching other podcasts about Chainsaw Man. Yeah, man, it's really dire out there. <laughs> and uh, not with us is Dr. Agro because his eye was uh, obstructed <laughs> by the tree devil several weeks ago. Agro is obstructed by the, uh, the mild upper respiratory infection devil. <laughs> that one has gotten a lot more powerful in the past couple of years, to my understanding. People are a lot more afraid of it. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very powerful devil right there. Right up there with the Tesla exploding car devil. <laughs> I don't know if it's that high, but it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, Dan, it's just the Tesla devil because people are also afraid of it weaving in and off sidewalks, killing people. <laughs> also, children are by and large <laughs> terrified by default. <laughs> as far as I know, the person who was the model for the self-driving mode was Dio. <laughs> I'm just like, just get on the sidewalk. It's faster. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we are here to review episode eight of the Chainsaw Man anime, Gunfire. It's what they do. Wait, is it two words or one one word? I, I think it's one. Hmm. So uh, here we are. Let's go. <laughs> we actually start back in time from the end of the last episode, but not in the recap way. It's, it's new content, which is uh, Himino has drugged Dingy home, opens her door, uh, she trips upon getting in, falls over, and just smashes his head into the corner of her kitchen counter, but he doesn't wake up. No, he's sleepy, baby. <laughs> sleepy, mildly poisoned, baby. <laughs> Only mildly. <laughs> then she drags him into her bedroom and drops him on the bed and lands on him, like laying on her back on top of him and almost falls asleep right there. Mm -hmm. She stumbles around drunkenly, taking off her clothes and getting ready to sleep and then resumes drinking. I think it's really good how uh, the director of this episode was like, we're going to need a GoPro cam. We're just going to put it right on her forehead. <laughs> a lot of really cool shots in this one. Yeah, they do have some really interesting angles. I believe uh, the theme of this episode is ambition. <laughs> yes, we get that first person shot of her drunkenly stumbling back to the bedroom. I call it the bad decision cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put some some on-screen uh, HUD stuff from Predator on it. <laughs> <laughs> then she does like the significantly less severe version of puking in his mouth again, <sighs> where she kisses him after drinking beer and it just gets all in his mouth <sighs> and all over him. Uh, yeah, it seemed more like she was just force feeding him beer at that point. <laughs> I just... It, it's just she's so drunk she can't not not. Like... Uh, it's bad enough to deal with the puke, but now you have to deal with beer. And it's like, this is your first alcoholic drink is just secondhand beer and puke. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. That's rough. She's surprised it's him. It's like she thought she was kidnapping Aki. Yeah, no, she she clearly did not plan this. <laughs> no, Dingy's basically comatose. He ain't moving. Yeah. And Himino starts, like, bitching at him and Aki about being down bad for Makima. 
Fair. <laughs> Dingy recovers a, a little bit and is like looking at her with the terror that you would look at someone who puked oh. in your mouth. One hundred percent. I was like, oh, he he realizes he's in the eyes of a predator right now. This is <laughs> yeah, I'm in danger. To, yeah, you could tell in his face. He's like, I need to watch my movements. <laughs> like a bear busted in. And then she's just like, uh, hey, 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 you want to do it? Confirming that Dingy is not a beavis or a butthead because none of them have ever scored according to the movie that came out last year <laughs> or this year earlier this year seven years ago in 2022 <laughs> and then we get the opening she's going for it she's like lift up your arms so i can pull your shirt off and he's doing it because he's a dumb fucking dog mm -hmm. dingy has like the briefest moment of confliction and then like every teenage boy it goes away real fucking fast He's like, do I really want to sully this as well by having the first time I have sex be with a drunk floozy? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Himeno is trying to take off his pants and he and uh, she finds like a, a lollipop, a chupa chup. Yeah. Which you used to be able to get everywhere. And now I feel like you can't get them as much anymore. In America, at least. This is the real nostalgia bait of this episode. It's not a CRT TV this time. It is, in fact, a chupa chup. Yeah, we've discussed the period piece. Apparently, this entire thing takes place in, like, 1993. That would make sense. Oh. It, it kind of has the vibes of it. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. We flash back to the party, and Makima took Dingy out to get some fresh air and got him nausea medicine. And he's like, man, this sucks. My first kiss was full of vomit. Okay, real quick, before we move on from that. Uh-huh. What year did Reservoir Dogs come out? <laughs> <laughs> One second, look at it up. Let me look. Uh, 1992. Yeah. So close enough. <laughs> okay. Cool. The the peak of human civilization. <laughs> right there. I you know, you know, manga artists do regularly just put celebrities into their stuff. Like I, I need somebody to model this. I'm just waiting for Fujimoto, the author, to be like, this character's Quentin Tarantino. This, this character's <laughs> Travolta. <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, but he he, you know, he's flashing back to Makima, giving him the nausea medicine. He talks about how it sucks. His kiss was full of puke. Makima gives him her sucker and says, like, well, you're definitely never going to forget the puke. <laughs> but don't worry, you'll experience so many new things so fast from now on that it'll seem minor in the grand scheme of things. And even if your first kiss was full of puke, your first direct kiss can be this Coca-Cola lollipop. Yeah, yeah, the fact that she's trying to counteract the first taste, the taste of his first kiss being vomit with the taste of your first indirect kiss being a Coca-Cola Chupa Chup is kind of adorable. It's such a nice thing. What a nice lady. She would never be <laughs> manipulative at all. No. Nah. We come out of the flashback and he's on the floor and Himino is asleep on, Himino is asleep on the bed. And Dingy <laughs> is talking to Pochita while looking at the sucker and he's like, I'm sorry, but I couldn't get it wet yet. I want Makima to be my first time. <laughs> I, I I love this moment of, you know, in between these flashes, right? Of him remembering the nausea medicine and water that he needs to take with water and the chupa chup. And it jumping back to the current timeline of Denji on the... He's now on the floor with the blanket. <laughs> he met, was just passed out on the bed. This is a good idea. Somewhere in that flashback, he just rolled out. He just <laughs> rolled the fuck off that bed with the blanket. We cut to the next day. Kimino wakes him up. He's asleep on the floor. He slept, you know, he used to sleep in a fucking shed. So 
sleeping in on apartments floor is pretty easy mm -hmm. and asks if he wants breakfast and then they they're having breakfast on the balcony and dingy says the most true thing he any character in anything has ever said hmm. which is that it rules to watch people have to go to work while you eat breakfast <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's Bob. Chris is right. That actually does feel pretty good. As someone who worked overnight shifts, even that uh -huh. you work the overnight shift and you just get to go and eat breakfast at a nice place while everyone else looks like, oh, I have to get this done to get somewhere. And you're like, I just worked 10 hours. I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. I get to be a lazy piece of shit now. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> Himino is like, ah, ha, ha. Uh, uh, I, I didn't commit a crime last <laughs> night, did I? <laughs> I just need to check this real quick. And Dingy has this brief moment of like, I better not have blown my only chance I'll ever have to score. And he's like, he has that look for one second and is like, like I'd want some pukey chick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my first time Makima. And Himino gives him this look of like, oh, you're, you're dumb, dumb. Uh, but then she says, well, I'm glad I'm not a criminal. They put you in jail for that kind of thing. And I'm like, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and, then it's like, and, then, and says, Dingy must be built different to eat after the puke night. Then Dingy, like, he has this tone of like, wait, people have food put in front of them and don't eat it? I know. Yes. I love Dingy so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who in the right mind would turn down free food? Like, that's beyond the pale for him. Then he, you know, asks uh, that he likes Makima, but would he still like her if her personality sucked? <laughs> and then Dingy says, I'd like the shit out of her. And during the shot, his hand moves unbelievably smoothly <laughs> holding know. his sandwich. It's so funny. <laughs> They're like, it's, it's, we need nine frames of his hand moving in this <laughs> fraction of a second. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> and then he, you know, is like, okay, okay, Dingy, I'll help you get with Makima. If you help me get with Aki, we'll form a secret alliance. <laughs> and then she's and, uh, and Dingy's like, why the fuck do you like him? She's like, I like his face. And then Dingy's like, okay, that's that's good enough. I do not need to ask any follow up questions. It is for so good because there is no pause. There is no gap. Dingy's just like, what do you like about him anyways? And she goes, his face. And then he goes, OK, all right. It's just so good. <laughs> Then Himino starts setting up all these flags around her. This series has them. been coded in flags for two episodes straight. Yes. It's like, is any one character sending up a flag? No, everyone is sending up a flag. <laughs> Just shoot up the smoke signal. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this fucking series is hard to watch through this red filter. <laughs> But then Himino's like, uh, don't worry, Tinji, we're not just co-workers now, we're friends. You, you should come to breakfast sometimes and bring Aki in power. And then Dingy's like, I wonder if Makima would come. Then we cut to Makima on a train and they're in the fucking rotoscope dimension. <laughs> where the dude, where it everything is like super fucking rotoscoped and, and there's also a lot of CG. It looks weird. It, it, a lot of the series does edge into that and it's like, oh, oh, we're okay. Cool. Makima's on the train and talking to her NPC ass assistant. They're talking about lunch idly, and Makima's like, Oh god, I hate meeting with the Kyoto officials. They're so intimidating. At least drinking last night was fun. Then everybody all around them like ducks down. And you just hear guns being pulled out as they enter a tunnel. And then just everybody shoots both of them. 
It's yeah. like eight people. I feel bad for her assistant just because I already felt bad for him when, um, you know, she's like, those drinks last night were good. And I'm like, I don't think that guy was there. Yeah, no, he wasn't invited. I, I feel bad for him already. And then he gets shot to death. That is the last thought he has. <laughs> yeah, they're both dead. They're, 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 they're dead. I can't believe they killed all these important characters so early. Surely nothing else will happen. I, yeah, I, they're, them, they're just gone. M Makima is absolutely dead. I believe that wholeheartedly. That's crazy, man. What a bold anime. Right? But one of the assailants says, this is Team C. Go. Then we cut to Dinji, Aki, Himino, and Power eating lunch in a diner in slow motion, and we get a bunch of shots of all the other people at the party, like, out in the city working and stuff in slow motion. And just bystanders all around them start drawing guns behind them. Like, old lady pulls out a gun on, I believe it was Kobeni and uh, other Ar guy. Arai. Arai. Arai, yeah. Just pulls it out, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this fucking organization. And then we hear a gunshot, and Dinji's like, what was that? And Power says... Was obviously a Tycho drum, moron. <laughs> you idiot! It's a windmill. <laughs> it blows air. <laughs> and then Power's like, "Seriously, did you two not mate?" She specifically says, "Mate." Yeah, that's pretty power. And then Himino says, "No, Dingy is a gentleman." And then this freak from across the restaurant is like, "Can you guys really tolerate eating here? It's terrible." And they all act kind of indignant that this dude is even speaking to them. <laughs> yes, especially power. Yeah, and then the guy just goes on like a tirade that honestly feels like a, a Quentin Tarantino-esque tirade. <laughs> you think, like, you it, think it, he's it literally the Tarantino character in a Tarantino film? So he's just like, <laughs> my, my, my grandfather, he took me to a lot of nice places to eat. And he's just like faffing about and they're just like, who is this fucking You know what the difference between Batman and Superman is? And then he talks about it for 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said Tarantino, not Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> The guy says that you guys can't tell good from bad. Or you must have eaten terrible things when you're young because you'll have bad taste when you're grown. <laughs> then he keeps talking. He's like, my grandfather always fed me great stuff. He was a Yakuza, but he was a good guy, like a necessary evil. He only killed a handful of women and children. He was a model. <laughs> he was a model Tokyoite. Yeah. <laughs> I love this shit so much. That's the bar. He only killed a handful of women and children. He's not that bad. Then he pulls out a picture of him and it's the scumbag who was exploiting Dingy in the first episode. Uh, I did not see that coming. Uh, frankly. When he started talking about being a Yakuza, I was like, oh no, it is. See, Absolutely. I, th I thought it was just, you know, Yakuza, that's a thing. Not <laughs> yeah, I, I him. Also, I, also, I also did not recall this. He says, well, the gun devil's after your heart. Then he just draws a gun and caps everybody. Yeah. Well, he caps Dingy in the head, Himino center mass, clips Aki, but power moves like a fucking ninja under his field of fire and does her fucking Shoryuken and pops him into the air. And then Aki just has the fox devil destroy the building and chomp him. Yeah, that poor, poor fucking building. The top of it's <laughs> gone. Aki scopes the situation and Dingy seems dead already and Himino is bad. She's, uh, she's like shot in the lung. The fox devil says Aki made it eat something outrageous this time that isn't a human or a devil. Then the guy cuts his way out. 
He's like in Dingy's monster form, but with swords. Yeah. Like he has the swords coming out of the middle of his arms and the one coming out of his face and the big teeth. <laughs> and the one coming out of his forehead is like not turned in the same way the chainsaw is. It's like turned rotated 90 degrees to be flat with the ground. Uh-huh. It's like a buster sword just got shoved through the back of his skull sideways. I did not expect any other designs to look like Chainsaw Man and Chainsaw Man, honestly. Yeah, me neither. His this, his design fucking rules. It does. It's such a good design. I'm like, oh man, this this guy's fucking metal. <laughs> Aki's like, oh fuck, and pulls his sword, which is actually a gigantic nail. They say it is. Is it shaped like one, or is it still shaped yes, like it a is. sword? Okay. Huh. It is not shaped like a sword. It's a nail. Okay. He tells power to stim Himino's bleeding. He impales Blade Man from behind and says, and then like a, bo- a big spooky mouth says, three. They keep fighting. Aki Aki is rinsing this dude and gets him again and says, two. And then it gets him again and says, one. And the devil kicks him away. But then the voice says, zero. And Aki says, curse, kill them. This moment is so fucking good. <laughs> he, a, a bunch of like hands come out and grab him. Then it shows him crucified on the heavy metal skull altar, and then he's dead and mutilated in a jump cut. Yeah, it's so fucking awesome. Yeah, and the way the whole fight goes down is really crazy of, like, it seems like Aki's literally teleporting as, as he runs near him. Like, something to do with the curse is making the vision it's, of the enemy yeah, to give out or he's something. He's getting a, a devil's finger to like flick the sword every time he strikes with it you see the shot of this finger do a flick motion into the back of the handle Mm -hmm. of the sword so it pierces like it's all really cool yeah it's very crazy looking yet another awesome fight scene in chainsaw man i know you're all tired of this by now you're just like ugh, another great fight scene come on guys (laughs) aki's like how is Himino? Because this dude's dead. He's fucking hamburger. <laughs> he is, this, this, he's so perforated. And Power's like, I don't fucking know. She needs a doctor. Aki's trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. And here's a voice behind him and the camera pans a little and it's some blonde chick. She explains how the power must work based on what she saw. And she kneels down and just picks this guy up and he is not dead. He's just He was just like, he, all his stun points just got depleted from being mutilated. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm like, did she did she bring him back? Because this whole dialogue's so weird. Yeah, it's unclear. She asks him why he lost, and he says, I underestimated him a lot. <laughs> a lot. And he says, but this time I won't. Then he nothing personal kids Aki and just like teleports through him and guts him. Yeah. It it, it is brutal in how easy it was for him. <laughs> uh, Aki falls over onto his knees because that was pretty rough. And then the girl's like, kill him. Kimono tells Power to help, and Power basically says, girl, I can sense his power level. No. <laughs> Kimono asks the ghost devil to help, and the ghost devil says, I can sense the girl's power level. No. And she sees Aki's about to get killed and realizes she's also about to die. So uh, the way she traded her eye to use the ghost devil's hand, she's like, take it all. Take my whole body. Give me everything. She gives her body to the ghost devil and like a million ghost hands appear in this horrible monster with like flowers for a neck and a big sewn shut mouth shows up. It's like, no, I'm, I'm going to use my final fantasy summon to summon the most horrible thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm going to summon the final boss of a Silent Hill game. Yeah. Yeah. I could see this thing slurping around Silent Hill. Yeah. I don't like it. The devil guy tries, keyword, tries to fight it, 
as Himino's internal monologue plays where she's uh, recollecting how Aki used to cry all the time whenever the peep rookies he was looking over died and he'd try to hide it, but everybody knew and she used to make fun of him. But she she thinks it's nice for uh, to have someone to cry for you when you die. Blade, Blade guy's getting overwhelmed and is like, help, fucking help. The girl raises a hand as it's eating the blade, dude. It, it's just, you don't get to see it, but he's obviously being, like, crushed and mutilated again. Yeah, by the, like, hundreds of arms that yeah. came out. Yeah. Uh, as this is happening, Himeno's, like, body is disappearing. Like, it starts with one of her arms, then her other arms, then she has no legs, so she's just a torso. And she says, she's talking to herself, and she's like, Aki, don't die so that somebody can cry for me. Then the girl, the, the blonde girl summons the snake devil and it one shots the ghost devil and leaves. Yeah, basically makes the sound of a whip cracking as it smashes through everything, <laughs> eating it all. And then she goes, leave. And it despawns in one frame. Yeah. It's like, good Lord, this is crazy. And Aki turns away and Himino's just gone. Her clothes are there. There's nothing left. And then we get to see the, uh, the ending for the first time. That's true. We did see the ending for the first time this episode. I guess they waited so long so uh, they could, you know have it have a real Himino focus and make it real impactful. Yeah, could you imagine they showed this episodes ago? That would have been even more death flags. <laughs> uh, I think an important lesson about this episode of Chainsaw Man is that uh, the, the cool metal guy with crazy blades is not the terrifying thing. It is the small girl. That is yeah, yes. Uh, the Chainsaw Man comes from a very specific perspective where women are terrifying. <laughs> That was what was scary about her, right? What? We opened the episode with one predator and it was another. We had to show the power scale of predators in Chainsaw Man. That's why she, you know. Yeah, she does like one shot Hima, you know, there. It's yeah, in a sense, Obviously yeah. a much more powerful predator. Obviously. Uh, peak predator, this, this girl with the snake devil. We have a couple segments, but uh, first, I need to talk about Patreon. Ooh. If you would like to support this show and get many benefits, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging, Bleach, and Pokemon Go to the Movies, two other shows we do wherein we review all of Bleach. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Let me tell you what, oh. listener, let me tell you how damaging of an experience that is. Somebody on a stream I was running the other day came in and was like, man, I'm surprised the filler affected you guys so much because we just dipped back <laughs> in. And I go, we spent a year in the Baldur. <laughs> We're now hypersensitive to anything that isn't the story moving. And Pokemon Go to the Movies, which is about all of the wonderful Pokemon movies. Well, we will be going through those until they're over or we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> as they keep releasing new ones and we're still not done with this series we keep screaming and <laughs> you also get access to cut content from other shows we do when those shows you know they don't we decide a bit is bad and don't include it but it's recorded it's there so you'll get little extras like that and a patron exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about that's patreon.com slash GB podcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps immensely to just spread the word and like this video right now. Right now. Right. Do it. Right now, please. Just, just one click. Or if you are listening to this on your preferred podcast app, leave us a high review. Uh, say say we changed your life in a positive way, not in the became a, a crazed loner buying guns sort of way. <laughs> 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 Patreon.com slash GB podcast. I certainly hope that Chainsaw Man doesn't want, make you want to go buy a gun. 
I feel like that's not what the author wanted. <laughs> Feels a little counter to the point, maybe, but who knows? Maybe by the end, it'll red pill us all. <laughs> but it is time now for the dingy moment of the week. Where we have to decide what the dingy moment of the week was. Uh, and, and we have less competition this time. Thank you, upper respiratory infection devil. <laughs> so, Bob, you can start. What's the dingy moment of the week? Oh, obviously the time where he gets the sandwich from Himino in the morning mm -hmm. and acts like it's crazy for someone to turn down food. Yes, that's, that's, that is a great moment. That's obviously the most dingy thing that happened this week. <laughs> Dan, what's your take of a dingy moment of the week? Similar moment, but different line. It is the part in which he specifically says, I wouldn't want a piece of a pukey girl anyways for my first time. I really like that because he's trying to sound hard and cool <laughs> when he says this. And I'm just like, he, he, you're literally trying to sound this hard when the real answer is, I'm a little bit of a simp for this other person. Or, well, I'm a massive simp for this other girl. And you almost, you actually verbally agreed to it yesterday. Uh, right? <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny that he, he says that and he's trying to act hard in that way. <laughs> Uh, and I will go with the unbelievably relatable thing of him saying, no, it rules to eat while while not having to go to work and watching other people <laughs> have to go to work. So it, it's pretty clear that that is the most dingy scene. Yes. That, that one scene is just peak dingy. Yeah, that's pretty much the only uh, that's the only scene with a really heavy focus of dingy in this whole episode. And he delivers multiple stellar moments in it. Denji's a lot like a chemical that you drop in baking soda and starts making a volcano. <laughs> but it's the volcano's just shooting out a uh, head empty, no thoughts. That's Denji. That's it. So uh, what did we think of this episode of Chainsaw Man? This is great. It was great in new ways, too. I always appreciate that about Chainsaw Man. Every week we come back and they have a structurally very different show every time. Tonally, this, this episode gets into the usual Chainsaw Man vibes. But it also has new vibes. I, I really think that scene where they're eating the sandwiches in the morning really adds an energy to it that I love. And there is something, as, as Chris pointed out, very funny about the Tarantino-esque characters. Like, you know, my granddad. <laughs> <laughs> he took me to all these nice places to eat, but I can't eat at nice places anymore. Anyways, you know him? <laughs> It was a very, very, uh, you know, Tarantino film-esque. Oh, the reveals then. How long until he says the N-word? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next episode. <laughs> Could you? Oh, my God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Who's going to stop him? He looks like that. <laughs> he has swords has, jutting out of everywhere. If he has to fight Denji transformed, he will say it. Oh, no. <laughs> next week. Oh, no. <laughs> will he say it? Bob, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> I think it was pretty good. We got some really great looking fights. I like that Himino stuff in the apartment was all the first person action. Like that was mm. really cool to see. It's sad that they killed Himino, but I figured that a lot of characters in the show are going to die. Hopefully Kobeni survives. <laughs> we'll see. It's like, uh, you know, when you make a sandwich, like in the new Pokemon game, but really in general, it's one of those really big sandwiches. You get to stick the toothpick with the flag in it. Uh -huh. Well, the flag's red and there are 37 of them in the sandwich. So, yeah, yeah no, they, a lot of them hit on her. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Chris? This is a great episode and it really uh, began the. No, this is actually what the series thinks about human life. 
who knows how many, if any, of all those other characters are still alive because we cut away from all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel bad for the guys with no names. They have no shot. Uh, Ryan it's really over. shouldn't have talked about his grandma. Or sorry, his oh, mom. Oh, no. No, he shouldn't have. Oh, no. It's like, let oh, me God. deploy all my backstory. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. Who's going to win? Kobeni and Araya or some old lady with a gun? <laughs> do you do you think uh, there might be a message about capitalism in that moment? Or something about weaponizing people towards other innocent people in order to... No? Okay. That's... No. <laughs> I don't want to get I political. I, I, here. I, I, I think it's. I think it's. A, I think it's. I think it's just a gun, dude. I don't think. I don't think. Aki, <laughs> Do I don't think, think there's Aki any, meant, anything sexual about this grandmother pulling out a gun. I don't think. Uh, I don't think there was anything political at all about Aki looking directly to gun and saying it's fucked up when people can get guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.